0: Hey guys, this is Colin Zhu aka the Chef Doc, and I know it's been a minute since the last time you and I have spoken and I want to thank you so much for following the Bites podcast. And I just want to let you know that there's good reason for that and let me explain. In almost six months I've been working tirelessly and diligently to helping people near and far during this tumultuous year that we've had from 2020 into 2021. And i said to myself what more can i do to inspire and impact others and you guys know me i'm all about thriving i'm all about thriving from a emotional mental and physical standpoint that is the reason why i wrote thrive medicine and that is the reason why i started this podcast called thrive bites and so i decided that i wanted to put together a virtual summit experience gathering over 50 speakers that includes physicians, dietitians, fitness experts, coaches, and spanning over five pillars in teaching someone else on learning how to thrive. And I call this the Thrive Formula. The five pillars consists of food as medicine, functional fitness, relationships, community, and resilience. And the reason why I've chosen to do this is because I really wanted to give more tools, more education, and more inspiration. And letting people know that they're not alone. And they don't have to be ill-equipped for life and whatever life throws at you, whether it's a curveball, ball, whether it's an obstacle, whether it's a roadblock. And I worked really hard to provide this and I'm happy to announce that it is fully released and ex- fully accessible. And you may ask yourself, who is this for and what does it consist of? This is for the individual that prioritizes their health and wellness and also wants to take charge of their own well-being. It's also for the healthcare professional and the healthcare professional student because I wanted to create a summit experience that I wish I could have had when I was in school. The summit experience has over 50 plus hours plus more ranging from culinary demonstrations to fitness demonstrations to scientific medical sessions. And we answer questions like, what is Whole Foods plant-based cooking? How do I start cooking back in my kitchen? What affects my brain, gut, and immune health? What are the tools for my own emotional and mental well-being? How can I be more of service and lead by example? What kind of nutrition do I need to give my children nowadays? To how do I navigate self-doubt, self-sabotage, my inner critic? to what are the best physical movements to increase my mobility, strength, flexibility, and function. And one of my favorites is how do I create more joy, contentment, and happiness in my own life? This summit also works like a masterclass series where you get to learn and further your education. And I do this by providing quizzes with every session, and I provide workbooks. And there's also recipes and very, very special speaker bonuses. You'll also have the opportunity to join a private Facebook community to further your growth and connect with like-minded individuals. So if this resonates with you, please join us on this journey to further yourself and take back 2021 and beyond. You can find us at the thriveformula.co that's t-h-e-t-h-r number five formula.co and come on inside and i'll see you in there cheers hey guys this is dr colin zoo and thank you so much for being here with us on the five bites podcast this is season four and we're so excited for you to be here Uh, For those of you who don't know me, my name is Dr. Colin Zhu, double boarded in family and lifestyle medicine, and I interview the best and most passionate health and wellness experts of the industry on this platform. And we talk about plant-powered living, emotional resilience, and creating a thriving mindset. And this season, we're taking it live. We're taking it on multiple platforms, and we're taking it as a Q&A discussion, as well as our interviewing of our guests. So we're super stoked about this. And please remember to like and subscribe down below, and we will see you. Welcome to the next episode. So Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on the Thrive Bites podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Colin Zhu, and thank you so much for being here with us. We have a great episode for you guys today, and I can't wait for you to uh, introduce to the next uh, speaker. Um, Her name is Dr. Christine Nguyen. Uh, She is a double board-certified physician out out of uh, Southern California Um, in family and lifestyle medicine. She believes a major part of optimal health includes having supportive relationships and positive community and social connections. So during COVID-19, during the quarantine, she started a Facebook group called White Coat Romance. This is a space for single healthcare professionals to virtually mingle, get to know one another as friends, and potential romantic partners, and provides support among a group that understands the unique challenges and demands of the various healthcare uh, professions. She is a hopeless romantic who desires desires to make a bigger impact, so has been in the process of developing uh, the White Coat Romance dating app um, for a larger audience consisting of single white coat professionals with healthcare doctorate and master degrees, health science slash research, PhDs, and doctorate doctoral candidates, quote unquote students, with its unique feature of NPI verification, other forms of verification. That's definitely a mouthful. So uh, without further ado, please welcome Dr. Christine. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hi, Colin. <laughs> thank you. Oh, for, man. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. I'm so excited to be here. And I think we're going to have a wonderful discussion and have a ball hanging out with you and everyone else who's able to join us today.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm uh, super stoked for this topic. Um, the title of this topic, um, for those of you who don't know, is what does love uh, has to do with it or got to do with it? <laughs> 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 Creating the next dating app. And uh, this is a very, very unique topic because it combines you know, a lot of familiar um, topics that we're going to go into. But it's super unique because, you know, you're on the track of, you know, creating this uh, new, you know, new dating app, which um, I don't know, we can get into, you know, how saturated that market is, where the challenges and hurdles and obstacles you've encountered so far. But it is fabulous that you're doing this uh, for many reasons that we're going to go into. So, why don't we start from your origin story? Um, give us a little bit about who Dr. Christine is. Um, you know where she come from, what does she do right now, and how did you end up to this question of, uh, you know, how what are what are the biggest challenges that healthcare professionals have to face in terms of love and relationships and when was the when was that point of I need to do something about it?
1: Well, we have a lot to talk about, <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> a lot of questions, and we will get all into it. So, as you heard, I am a family physician, and I do um, urgent care as well as primary care. Uh, during the COVID quarantine, when this all started, I was just doing. Um, urgent care. And, you know, it, you know, this past year and a half has been just so tough for everybody. Our lives have been turned upside down. Um, And when the quarantine started, um, I was feeling very isolated and very alone. Um, I was doing, you know, COVID testing, you know, Every day, all day long, I was working nonstop, um, especially around when we had the surges and certainly at the peak. And it really took a toll on me, and I was struggling a lot. And I knew I wasn't alone. Um, I was also hanging out with um, my friends in healthcare because we were the only ones, you know, that could hang out with each other with the physical distancing and the isolation that was happening. And you know, through that we were able to, to provide support to one another, and I knew there was a larger community out there. Um, that you know, perhaps we could all come together and support each other during this very tough and challenging time. and And so I started this community. Um, it's currently a Facebook community called White Coat Romance. And um, it's uh, currently just a community of uh, single healthcare professionals, consisting of clinical doctorate degrees, and it's just been really wonderful where um, we've been able to just keep each other company. Um, certainly, there was a lot of times um, throughout the past year and a half where you know a lot of us have struggled on you know on varying levels, and myself included. You know, just being in certain situations in, in urgent care, where sometimes you know at a loss at what to do to help patients, and at times, you know, really just, um, I think, physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, um, not knowing, um, you know, what was going to happen. There was so much uncertainty, and I think all that really, like, you know, allowed m- myself and I think everyone around us to really reflect on what was truly important in life. Um, certainly, COVID really highlighted the fragility of life. And so out of that, um, I came to, like, I think a lot of us, you know, recognize the importance of, you know, social connection and community and how important relationships were. And that came about within my community of White Coat Romance where we were able to come together and uh, keep each other company and, you know, uh, virtually mingle. Um, I do various posts. Everybody chimes in and we all try and, you know, keep things light, um, and at times provide support that we all need, Um, also do live events, virtual mingles, just various ways that we can support one another. Um, And from there, you know, so many friendships have developed, as well as um, a number of budding romantic relationships as well. So it's just been uh, so exciting. And it's certainly the silver lining of COVID for myself in this community.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think that's beautiful. Um, I think it's beautiful from the standpoint that, um, you know, the pandemic has obviously affected us worldwide um, in varying different aspects and different capacities. And you know, definitely for us, we've been highlighted, um, you know, especially frontline uh, healthcare workers and everyone, you know, surrounding and supporting them um, in the forefront. Um, You know, as doctors, we didn't really go into this profession for the glitz and glamour. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. like house, you know, MD or like ER and all those, you know, uh, very, you know, well-known, popular, you know, medical dramas. And uh, we definitely put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I also want to highlight that we're also human as well. And the pandemic not only has uh, brought mental health to the forefront, um, but it also um, really emphasized uh, physician wellness way before the COVID pandemic. Physician wellness was a evolving topic. Physician burnout, um, uh, physician suicide—these topics were becoming more and more uh, generating of uh, interest. Um, and not that it didn't exist; it just you know wasn't really brought to the forefront. So I think your creation has um, definitely became more of the lighter side of it, um, you know, for a safe space for professionals to come and, you know, what has the feedback been, you know, this started last year, um, you know, you, the app hasn't you know been created yet. You're in the process. Um, but you started with a Facebook group, you know, what has been the feedback so far?
1: Yeah, it's just been so incredible. This community, I just, it's just really blown me away. And, um, and for how we've sort of been able to come together and provide the support that we all truly needed. Um, you know, myself, you know, we've all been sort of affected in varying degrees and, um, and, and, and I, um, and allowed each other to get certain perspectives and provide the different levels of support. And I think in certain situations where I didn't even realize that I needed that extra support as well as other um, members in the community. And it was just, it's just been wonderful to like learn about one another, you know, as aside from our profession, right? We're more than just our our identity as physicians or other healthcare professionals, but to, to take down all those layers and identities and at the end of it like you said we're all humans and to be able to connect on that human level and get to know one another and learn about how wonderful each person is and all the contributions that we make um, how we're able to inspire one another um, as well as all the talent that's in the groups that i'm just so blown away from you know i've uh, done a lot of different events to um, help bring this community together like we've had karaoke night we've had poetry reading we've talked about fashion 101 including flirting um just the different ways that you know uh, as I get more ideas from the community and what they need um and so it's just been an evolving uh group of uh, I'm just amazed at where you know we we are now compared to like a year ago and the potential that I see of this community and where it can take you know, in the future and how we all can continue to like learn from one another and support one another with that added bonus of, you know, perhaps uh, the budding romantic relationships, some of which have already formed in the group and I'm seeing more um, forming. And so I can be more <laughs> excited. Sooner about or later
0: that. you can, you mm-hmm. can, uh, similar to like the other dating apps you can post uh success stories, of, you know, <laughs> people getting married and stuff like that. So that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Unless, you know, that already happened and I, you know, I didn't hear about it. <laughs> um, so I guess uh, let's shift gears and talk about the actual app. Um, you know, my understanding is that, you know, you, you don't have uh, experience or expertise in this background, right? Like technology app creation, like gu- guide us through this, like wh- how, How did you go from, you know, let me try to meet this challenge to let me answering it. Let me try to answer it by creating an app. And, you know, are you able to break down the process of, you know, how did you, you know, how did you get into this uh, pathway?
1: Yeah, this is so wild. (laughs) Just hearing you ask me the question and just reflecting back on it. I have no experience whatsoever. I never thought a year ago that this is what I would be doing. But I think um this need um, arose, you know, as I, um, you know, in in having this community and recognizing that there's a much larger community outside of the Facebook community. Um, I have a lot of friends who are not on Facebook or not even in social media. And we also have a lot of, um, you know, physicians and other healthcare professionals that are not um, perhaps on the shy side, and they're not, um, you know, as in big on the the group interaction and prefer more of a one-on-one interaction and so just realizing that in, in looking at the modern dating world and all the frustrations that came along with online dating that we currently are seeing um there's been this gap this this you know in terms of what we need as healthcare professionals in terms of um how we date and and um the partners that we're looking for, and so out of that need, and also the frustration that I had along with my friends with online dating apps currently, that I wanted to be able to design a dating app that I want to use, and that my friends and our larger community wanted to use, and and um, you know certainly, um, I'm very much about supporting our community, and I recognize that within the past year, um, I found my purpose. I wanted to make a bigger Ooh. impact. And, um, this is my way of contributing and to this community that's been so giving. Um, we don't, you know, we, we typically don't put ourselves first, right? We take care of our patients. We take care of our family and we've always sort of put our romantic lives in the back burner. And so, you know, and, you know, and this is something that was happening pre COVID. Right. Um, certainly, as you mentioned, you know, COVID really shed the light on the struggles and certainly being, um, single healthcare professionals, we had that extra layer of the struggle, meaning we didn't have the support that we all needed. So I wanted to support a community that was doing so much for everybody else. So if we can support them and the work that, you know, we and our community do, imagine our potential you know, in terms of like our con- contribution to the world and how much more we can do. If we can uh, provide each other the support and, um, and what you talk about, Colin, thriving, right? So, um, so that's why I've, beca- you know, came on this mission and now I have this like very goal and mission. And I, I always think about all the different ways that I can do to support this community. And the dating app is certainly um, my next step in that process of, of trying to, you know, move towards that goal of supporting this community.
0: Yeah, definitely. This is what, you know, this podcast is about. This is what, you know, thriving to me is all about. And um it's that community. Um it's definitely not just a solo, you know, journey, but you know, it's more important to do it, you know, in a togetherness uh, fashion. And it's very very true um, you know, for those that don't know of another doctor or healthcare professional or, you know, you've kind of looked through the healthcare profession through the eyes of being a patient, Um, You know, doctors like to be, uh, not like to be, I'm not sure if they really like to be or not, but we're in a way, um, you know, kind of sequestered even before COVID because, you know, we have to be the thought leaders. We have to be the community leaders. uh, We have a lot of roles in in, in, in the corporate, you know, healthcare model uh, currently. Uh, We have a lot of roles in administration. So a lot of um, things are you know relied on our shoulders and sometimes you know like Christine's been saying it's a very um heavy role you know so um i think this is a great way um very lighthearted great beautiful way um you know to kind of introduce back the the concept that you know we have to reinforce those social connectedness and that relationship you know building you know not just um you know, finding love, which is very, very important, you know, but also getting back to thyself, right? You know, treating thyself, yeah. treating, you know, getting back to medicine for thyself. So, um, so tell us where you are in terms of the app phase. And um, because I understand that you have, a, you know, a little bit of a, a news to share with us too, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. We are getting so close, uh, probably a couple of days away from submitting the alpha version of the dating app to um, to Apple as well as Google Play, where they'll both be available. Um, and um, I just can't wait. And And hopefully soon after the beta version will be out.
0: Hey, guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Colin Zhu, a.k.a. The Chef Doc, and thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to my podcast. On my podcast, we talk about eating and cooking and living from a whole food plant-based approach. And between my patients, clients, and my audience listeners, I get a lot of questions of, hey doc, how do I get started on how to set up a kitchen? Or what should I buy? What should I make? Is there something beyond a salad, broccoli, and a smoothie. I know in our fast paced life and during a pandemic, it is much more challenging to be able to teach yourself and learning how to cook. And so I partner up with Listenable, who is a leader in audio educational courses that are bite-sized. And I went ahead and created a course on how to get started on a whole foods, plant-based lifestyle. And in this course, I put in my best tips, tools, and tricks on everything that I've learned on how to get someone started to eating more plants, getting healthier for you and your family. I talk about how to set up your kitchen from the pantry to the fridge, the freezer, to how to navigate the supermarket, to what kind of utensils and appliances one needs to have, to what do we need to make, how to meal prep, what kind of cooking techniques there are, and what exactly is Whole Foods plant-based. And I'm able to make this course over 10 lessons. Each of those lessons are less than 10 minutes long. And you'll be able to finish this in an hour. You could even do it while commuting, exercising, or even walking your dog. And in addition, you can choose from over 3,000 plus original audio lessons created by well-loved experts. Just use the coupon code ColinZhu C O L I N Z H U on Listenable.io and you'll be able to get 30% off a year of Listenable. So definitely check that out in the show notes and check out the course on how to get started on a whole foods plant-based lifestyle. And I'll see you there. Thanks for listening. And now back to Thrive. Byte. Welcome back to ThriveBytes. Let's get back to the interview. All right. I, I said that was beautiful.
1: Oh, thank <laughs> <that>. you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's uh it's interesting to be able to you know, see all that, you know, from a, you know, white coat point of view. And um, let's remind the audience, it's not just doctors, it's what is it nurses, anyone that's in a white coat, right?
1: Yeah, so I decided to expand the audience because I recognize that there's this much larger community of um, white coat professionals. Um, And, um, you know, when I started talking about white coat romance, the Facebook group, and um, had a number of like, Members in our community, the larger wet coat, you know, community reached out to me and and said, you know, hey, we'd love to be a part of this community as well, and um, we would love to be part of the um, the dating app as well, and so I decided to expand this community to include. Um, folks in healthcare with doctorate as well as master's degrees, our PhD friends who uh, are in, you know, the research and the health science as well as doctoral students like medical students and dental students and et cetera. So I I think it, you know, I wanted to make something more inclusive. um, And also I wanted to be able to provide, um, you you know, provide the options for more matches, you know, as well as um, ensure like gender balance and um, the sustainability of the app as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a hit. Um, So you said that the beta version, you're going to release it, you know, very, very soon. Um, I guess in, I guess people who don't understand app speak, um, you know, when would, when would the quote unquote, I guess, you know, real version uh, be projected?
1: Yeah, so it's a work in progress. And I will say this is taking a lot longer than I anticipated. And, um, you know, as you guys heard, like, I have no experience whatsoever. And so I'm literally just learning as I go. I'm in this whole process from like the Facebook community. And gosh, even before this, I wasn't even much of a social media person. And, and now I found myself like deep in this world. And, um, and it's just incredible, like just and what what's come about and meeting you know all these wonderful people and now with the the dating app world and just learning about you know the process right from um setting up like from the business entity and getting uh the the legal aspect of it in it as well as learning um how to get approval through apple as well as mm-hmm. google play um and then you know also it's just trying to be patient, you know, with, um, the process, because you get a lot of bugs that you have to like, um, you know, that can really hold you back and set you back. And sometimes it can set you back a whole week and then you have to like restart over and, and debug. And so, um, but you know, I, I, remind myself like, this is all part of the journey and I want to be, be able to embrace it all. Um, and, um, But it's, you know, I'm, it's going to happen. You know, we're going to get there. Um, alpha version just, uh, simply means that, um, it gets submitted and, um, to Apple and Google Play. And it just means that you have the ability to test out you know, to be able to download and log into the app. Um, and then from there, once we're able to move forward and we're ready, uh, beta version is basically uh, testing the app out and all the various features. And from there we, um, hopefully many of you would be interested in being beta testers and, and can give me feedback on um, what it is, you know, that is working for you and perhaps Perhaps there are things that we can improve on or perhaps any additional features that you feel that is important to you. um, Because I really want to design a dating app that we all want to use. Otherwise, you know, there's really no point. There's so many of them out there already. Right. And and it's not like the reality is, and I will admit, like, I don't love dating apps you know, and I think a lot of people don't <laughs> love dating apps, but such is the reality of our current world and and um, being how busy we are, you know, um, as physicians and as well as other healthcare professionals, that um, this is our modern way of dating. It's giving us a way to expand our, our world and expand our options. Um, and then from there, once we're able to get some good feedback and, and debug and come out with like newer versions, um, then hopefully at that point we can get the final version out. So um, I would say a couple of weeks, um, but it's certainly a, walk, a work in progress. And um, I invite anyone who's interested in following our progress and supporting us to go to the website, wetcoatromance.com. And um, if you'd like to be on the email list and get updates and learn about the progress, and when we're ready, um, we'll invite you to become a beta tester if you're interested. In doing so.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, those of you are listening, please sign up and definitely support support the cause. <laughs> um, my other questions are, is that, you know, have you experienced any, um, a lot of, you know, because essentially now, you know, whether you realize it, you're basically a physician entrepreneur, right? <laughs> yeah. And so as as being, being in the whole entrepreneurial space and world, Um, You know, you can experience a lot of pushback, personal and professional challenges. And something like this is very, very different, right? Very unique and very atypical. Have you had any, I guess, guess pushbacks or uh, naysayers, you know, that you've come across along the way and how have you uh, dealt with them?
1: Yeah, I think certainly with any um, you know any like endeavor uh, you know that you you know you embark on, um, and it's your passion. Um, you know, not everyone's going to agree with what you're doing and your vision, and um, and certainly that's okay, right? Because we're 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 so diverse, and um, and so I'm very open to hearing about all the different opinions out there because there's ways that I can do things better. Um, and, you know, but sometimes, you know, it can be, you know, the uh, the opinions that I get at times can be harsh, you know. Uh, so part of it is like learning to develop a thicker skin. That's part of the journey of being an entrepreneur. Um, and then also not to like try and take things personally because um, everyone's speaking hopefully from their heart and from their point of view. And um, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I do my best to try and be open minded and, and take it all in and embrace, you know, all the opinions out there. And at the end of the day, um, if I can stick to my goal and my mission and my passion, um, then, you know, hopefully it's going to lead me in the right path. And I feel like so far I've been able to do that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, when you're embarking on a healthcare, you know, professional journey, um, you know, we're already needing to develop a, a thick skin because, at the end of the day, it's centered around patient care, no matter what department you're in. And in, in order to get to that point, and you know, you have to go through so many you know testings and board certifications and you know training and years and years and years. Um, so, in one way, you have already developed the, a thick skin. But when you're creating a, when you're doing, when you're embarking on a creative endeavor, right, which is I would like to say more of the art of medicine. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Then, you know, people can challenge you and be like, you know, why would you want to you know, do something on your own and kind of, you know, create your own detours? Um, personally, for me, I've faced my number of challenges when I created, you know, the Chef Doc, you know, four years ago. So um, so I can only imagine, you know, what you faced, you know, up until this point.
1: Well, I love that you put yourself out there. And I can only, you know, hope to learn from you and be inspired by the work you do, as well as all of our physician entrepreneur friends out there that are doing the great work and and just, you know, following our our drive and our passion and um and thriving as you promote in your podcasts and all the work that you do.
0: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very much. Uh let me uh ask one more question before we go into the QA and take comments and questions from the audience uh which as a reminder for you guys that you can do um as you're listening to this session is um uh what it, <laughs> before you know before all this was happening i guess you know can you give us like um you can either share a personal experience or maybe share like co- you know colleagues experiences But how did healthcare professionals date, you know, during this time? Did it, you know, was it pretty much non-existent? Um, Because as a healthcare professional, we have, you know, crazy varying schedules, right? Even before COVID, um, different kinds of shifts. We uh, work in very odd places um, and we have to put ourselves out there because, you know, we are in different uh, you know, different roles in the, in the medical hierarchy and uh, certain things need to happen um, in order for patient care to do well. So what has been, I guess, the gripes and challenges of dating before, you know, uh, you decided to go through this uh, app process?
1: Yeah, it's very challenging for us today, as you said, as being you know physicians and other healthcare professionals. Uh, even pre-COVID, right? And and there's you know certainly I don't know. We can talk about all the different factors, and I joke and and but I think it's true. Like we're not we're not normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not normal. Um. <laughs> so I, I think you know part of it is like if we look at our training and um uh, what we've been taught. I mean. A lot of us are perfectionists, um, and that's being drilled in into us yeah. in in terms of our training, right? Um, you know the you know being in control because that's sort of what is expected of us. Because a lot of times we're dealing with life and death situations, and we demand perfection. It, the, the profession can demand perfection where you cannot make any mistakes, um, and so that's that's really tough because that can bleed into our personal lives, you know. Um, and, and it's really hard to separate between the two. Um, and then on top of that, um, we're just, you know, as you said, we're just so busy, you know, we don't have a lot of time. It's really tough to date. Um, and it's really hard to, you know, especially like when you're limited on time and, you know, and if you just go to the clinic versus the hospital and on your day-to-day life and the opportunities that you have to date is so limited. Um, So and then on top of that, you know, you go try and go on these dating apps and you're afraid, you know, to meet perhaps your patients. Right. I've encountered that. And I think a lot of us have. And um, and we don't have time to like sit there and sort and sift. So time is a factor. Um, and um I mean, I can just keep on going on, yeah, on, on the yeah. difficulties. And, yeah. you know, I I mean, and, and, you know, the reality is like some of us are just um, and I think a lot of it came out of our training. Right. Um, just having the high expectations because that was what is demanded of us. Right. Yeah. And so what happens is that we end up having these like checklists right? of what we're looking for in a partner. Um you know, and it could be like, oh, you know, he needs to be a doctor, and oh, he perhaps, you know, I want someone who's a triathlete, um, who you know can cook, and maybe he's a chef, and uh, perhaps he has high IQ and EQ, you know. And it's like, where <laughs> am I to find somebody like that? Right? It, it sometimes it seems impossible, and you're like, well, wait, yeah, he does exist, but maybe his like, you know, his nostrils hair is too long, you know, like I'm just like coming up with like ridiculous things, um, <laughs> how how crazy our brain can get, you know? Checklist,
0: <laughs> I think is literally the bane of uh, a lot of us, you know, not just healthcare professionals. I hear that a lot. I've actually interviewed, um, you know, for the Thrive Formula, I've interviewed a relationship slash dating coach. And she says that, you know the checklist you know there's pros and there's there's probably more cons to pros to it because what it ends up being is that you don't allow yourself to kind of go through like a i guess the first set of doors it's almost like if if you're trying to get past a you know a, a a a you know a negotiation with like an FBI agent or something like that and you know they're just so skilled at calling out your bs right um and if you do that over time which i'm sure a lot of people have different encounters, um, of very negative experiences. And, but what ends up happening is that, you know, coupled with expectations, coupled with, you know, checklists, um, and, you know, we, you know, definitely, you know, we've worked hard, um, you know, it's just hard to kind of give that person a chance. So I think at the end of the day, would you agree that, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover?
1: Yeah. And I say by and large, but I think it's, we naturally do that. And a lot of us don't realize it and myself included, but I think it's important to like talk about all these different things and recognize some of the behaviors so that uh, when we find ourselves doing it, you know, I think it's a good way to remind ourselves because um, I've been surprised uh, myself as well as a lot of my friends and like some of the people that we've dated that didn't like, you know, meet our check boxes, so to speak. Right. Cause I didn't the, the day it all, you know, it's about a human connection that we have. Um, Mm. So, and, you know, actually studies have shown that we actually don't know what we want. And I'm not just talking about, you know, healthcare professionals, but in general, people don't, they, we think we do, but we really don't know what we want. So I would encourage everyone to just get out there and, um, you know, (laughs) just focus more on like getting to know people, you know, and uh, don't, be, you know, all focused on, like, oh, this is someone I'm going to be with for the rest of my life, like, you know, break down all those, like, scary thoughts that we potentially have in our head, and how, why don't we, like, make some new friends, and um, perhaps enjoy new activities that we never... Knew existed that we may like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's a good op- think of it as a way, as a good opportunity to get to know other people. And in the process of getting to know someone, you actually learn a lot about yourself. Um, and I think by learning a lot about yourself, you're able to sort of have a better idea of who it is that you feel is going to complement your life um, at the end of the day. So, yeah. so yeah. Spoken very it beautifully.
0: <laughs> I think that I think that's like it because it's you know a lot of a lot of times it's uh, a mirror. You know, it's you learn a lot about yourself um, or things are revealed. Um, you know, a lot in the reflection of that other, other person. So uh, we definitely have more to come. Um, we're moving on to the Q and A next. Uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, those that are watching, please have your questions for Dr. Christine. Um, anything, we'll just you know ask anything. So um, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Dr. Colin Zhu, AKA The Chef Doc. I just want to take a few moments of your time to talk to you about something, something that I feel needs to give reflection and pause for. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, I've been on the self-work journey for a decade now, and I remember in my personal experiences, uh, through my doctor's journeys and also from traveling the world, I was always searching for the next step or thinking that happiness was a destination. However, it's not what I found instead was that life was a process. And learning about life was also a process and a practice. And that the state of happiness and the state of joy and contentment was also a practice. For those of you who don't know, since I don't share that much on my podcast, is that I actually battle with anxiety, OCD, and in the past, episodes of depression. However, little by little, step by step, after seeking extra help, I've been able to achieve monumental things in my life that I've been eternally grateful for. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. A couple of reviews. This is by Rebecca Raymer. Becky has literally saved my life by truly understanding me. She has given me self-talk strategies and different thought pattern exercises that have made me stronger and a more aware person. I am so so grateful to have found her. I've been to so many different therapists and none have helped me like Becky has. This is another review for Adam Johnson. I've had counselors before, both on BetterHelp and in person through work. And Adam, by far, is the best counselor I've ever talked with. I feel like he actually listens to and what is going on. He asks questions to help you navigate your thoughts. And you can tell that he is listening and wants you to help you. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash the Chef Doc. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1.4 million people taking charge of their mental state with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for ThriveBite listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash thechefdoc. T-H-E-C-H-E-F-D-O-C. Thank you for listening, guys, and back to the episode. Welcome back to Thrive Byte. Let's get back to the interview. All right. So we're back. All right. So we're going to shift gears to the Q&A. And uh, let's start off by asking, let me just see what kind of questions we're getting. Uh, So the question um, I would probably have is obviously we're talking about a community of healthcare professionals, right? And when you were developing and in the thought process of creating a dating app, um, why did you decide to just focus on healthcare professionals as opposed to the larger audience?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And so for me, certainly there's no need the way I see it. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. There's like, I don't know probably not a million, but a lot, a lot of dating apps out there. And so I felt like there was um, a gap in, um, you know, a need for the community to uh, in the dating app world to support um, healthcare professionals. And certainly as I t- we talked about earlier in this modern dating era, um, that's sort of been... Um, one of the major ways that a lot of us are are meeting other people and finding love and finding romance, um, and so I felt like there wasn't something out there that um, would suit our unique needs. That we, you know, as healthcare professionals, being how busy we are. Um, and um, and I wanted to find a way to have um, an app that was you know dedicated to this particular community um, because certainly um, I think a lot of us in the community are looking for partners who um, you know, uh, by and large like have similar intellectual, financial, um, as well as life goals and core values, and so it would be helpful to. Um, to have um, an app out there that was focused in a community where you don't have to do this like endless sorting and sifting i mean literally like this could be like a full-time job you know if you let it be um trying to like get out there and date um and also there was also the issues of a safety as well too Mm. um that i myself has countered and you know i've Um, I've met people that I just like to this day, like wondered, like, who is this person that I went out with, you know? And it really like scared me. And I heard a lot of even scarier stories from my friends about that. Um, um. You know, and there's a lot of, like, fake profiles out there and cat catfishers and bots and, you know, things like that. And <laughs> Scammers, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that's out there. And certainly I don't think the White Coat Romance dating app is going to be completely free of it. I don't think any app will ever be. But if I can um, perhaps add an additional layer of verification um, and, you know, it be a barrier um, and perhaps um, filter out um, a community that, you know, is something that, you know a lot of us would be interested in um and then if i could help make that introduction um and you know hopefully you know the individuals in the dating app can take it from there and and meet one another and connect people that would have never perhaps had the opportunity to do that you know so right. um yeah so long can, story can short, you explain, I-
0: can you explain <laughs> the verification process um because i I do understand that the physician point of view, you know, we have we have something called the National uh, Provider Identification um, or Identifier, so the NPI. So what is, uh, you know, is that one way or is there other ways that, you know, you know you're know you implementing?
1: Yeah, that is the major way. And the NPI um, also is not, um, it's beyond the physician community. Pretty much anybody who is a healthcare provider has an, an NPI if they want to apply for it. So that would be the major mode of verification. Um, but you know, our community is very diverse and um, not everyone may be actively practicing. Um, and perhaps mm. some of us are not even in, right? Not even in clinical practice. Um, and yeah. then we also have as part of the app, you know, um, the inclusion of um, our PhD friends that a lot of uh, members of our community are interested in getting to know as well. Um, and then I also added doctoral candidates as well, like medical. Students and dental students, and they wouldn't have an NPIs either. So, um, the, you know, the primary way would be an NPI. But there's also the option to um, provide, um, which is you know, public information. Um, just in case people are nervous about that, I mean, same <laughs> thing with our license. You know, it's it's out there, and and. Um, and so that would be two way, and um, the other ways is um, you can also submit a screenshot of your work or training ID badge, um, or if you're comfortable, your license. So whatever your comfort level lies, if if you can provide us with a way to tell us who you know that you are, who you say you are, uh, we certainly uh, welcome you into the community. And um, some people would be like, "Gosh, you're so strict about it, right?" Because I <laughs> um, I asked for an NPI. For the Facebook community as well, and in the end, you know, if you were, and I asked my, said, well, aren't you glad that I did that? They're like, yeah, I am, and so we wanted to, <laughs> yeah, keep I mean, it,
0: it doesn't t- sound t- like a social security or, a cra- <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> it's like, we're not, we're not trying to go that far, you know, but it's, you know, again, it's re-emphasizing that it's a very unique space that you're creating so in a way it's like how do you differentiate it compared to the other dating apps and this is probably one of the biggest ways
1: yeah and then beyond that you know um certainly we all have different interests in terms of like and preferences in terms of you know how who we see in terms of dating. Um, And also I should add that the app is not just for dating, but it's also for friendships. If you're not at that point in your life where you're ready to date, but you would love to get to know other members of the healthcare community, um, as well as our wider white coat community, then um, you can join the app and and form friendships. And you never know, you know, a lot of times, as we all know, a lot of things start from, from, from friendship, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the the chicken
0: or the edit. It's like, you know, it's like does the friendship come first or the relationship come first, right? And that's probably a whole nother whole nother session in itself, right? Exactly.
1: (laughs) Because like if you think about it, like our training has really like, gosh, in some ways has dictated our romantic lies, right? In terms of like who we date, who we're exposed to, when we date, you know, and then there was like going through training, like, oh, if you were dating, do you couples match when you know medical school ended or do you separate? And then oh I need to have a baby now or it's you know, and right. And the struggles of like our work is really, you know, taking a toll. And so we find ourselves a different partner in our lives. And you know, um one of the things that I um you know say is that we may not all be ready to date. You know, certainly I I encourage everyone to get out there and um, make friends and figure out if, if that's something that you'd like to do. But that option is out there and, um, and, and then also, um, you have the ability within the app to filter out like certain, you know, healthcare groups should you desire. Um, I think some people are only interested in dating a, you know, a smaller community and others are a little more open. So, um, the more open you are, which I would encourage you be, um, the more options that you allow yourself and you may surprise yourself of, um, where, you know, being open and, you know, what we talked about earlier, where all that could take you.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it goes back to the point of don't judge a book by its cover, you know, throw out the, you know, the checklist as much as you can. Um, and then just, you know, putting yourself out there. And I definitely want to reemphasize this point of social connectedness and relationships, right? So because, you know, we're actually both, um, you know, when we, you know, met each other, um, you know, I learned that we were both, um you know, or you, <laughs> I already knew that I was, but, you know, you were also board certified in lifestyle medicine. And, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, lifestyle medicine is uh, using evidence-based approaches to prevent, treat, and reverse chronic lifestyle-related diseases. One of the pillars of lifestyle medicine is talking about social relationship, connectedness, and, and, uh, and you know, that bondedness. So, it's, it's huge. You know, um, I went to a physician wellness conference. Um, there's actually, you know, it, it exists um, about a couple of years ago. Um, and they also talked about financial health. And one of the speakers mentioned that the biggest investment that you could invest in yourself is not your 401k, not your IRA, but it's actually date night. Um, and the reason, wh- reason why is because, you know, as Americans, you know, it's like what 50%, you know, divorce rate. And I don't think, you know, people going into long-term marriages, partnerships, um, you know, think about, Oh, I want to have a divorce, but you know, it happens. Right. And financially that could, for some that could bankrupt you. Right. So it's so important to, uh, not just in terms of date, you know, you also mentioned, you know, making friends as well. Um, you know, that social connectedness. Uh, there's a very famous Harvard study, like 75, 80 years plus, the longest study ever you know, made thus far, um, spanning back many generations, found that um, reinforcing those relationships has a profound effect on longevity, and as well as our health and well-being. So I can't re- er, you know, emphasize that enough.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I completely agree. I'm so glad you brought it up because it's yeah, I heard the same as well that the biggest decision that we, you know perhaps the biggest decision you could ever make is, is finding our, our partner. It affects your health, it affects your wealth and even your sanity as well too. So so and and we forget that I think especially being physicians um, and other healthcare professionals that we don't put as much focus on our you know personal romantic lives as we have in our career um and so i think it's important for us to um to dial back and and say you know hey you know we're um you know, we should make this like we should bring this to the forefront, right? Because, um, and it's time to you know to 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 put ourselves first, right? And and I know yeah. that's tough for us to say, and it, sometimes it's been tough for me to say, you know, um, being who we are and our training and how giving we are. Um, but I think the time is now. It's, and unless we and and you said it earlier yourself, Colin. Unless you take care of yourself first, and um, then you know it you won't be able to be able to give and thrive yeah. and contribute to um, I think everybody around you, right. From, you know, the personal Definitely. relationships, your community. Um, y- yeah. So, so I think I can't, re- you know, keep on repeating this over and over, again. So important, <laughs> you know, and I'm very uh, much about um You know, this really, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this belief in like social connection and community and and having these like positive and healthy relationships that really drives like all of our lives and our potential in life. Definitely,
0: definitely. And, you know, as human beings, when we go back to basics, you know, as you know, remember that we're all human beings. Um, you know, no matter, you know, um, anything else at the end of the day, we're also social being as well. And I think one of my favorite analogies is, you know, for those of us that have flown on a plane, you know, having that oxygen mask drop down, they ask, Who do you put on first? Right. Right. And um, it's super important to understand that, you know, not only as a physician and you know, those are watching in their respective healthcare professions, that you know, you affect the lives of other people, your decisions what you say, don't say, what you do, don't do affect, you know, those around you. And those are not in the healthcare professions. You know, you also affect, you know, people around you because, you know, we are connected, whether you realize it or not. So um, I definitely want to conclude. And one of my last uh, questions that um uh, that's been asked is, what is in store for white coat romance aside from the Facebook community and the dating app and uh, development? Like what is what is on the horizon?
1: Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, I'm so excited what's, uh, you know, what's out in the horizon. I think that's a great question. And I've certainly, I, so my ultimate goal is, is supporting our community of single healthcare professionals. And it started with a Facebook group and, and now I'm expanding into the dating app, but I want to move beyond that because I think, um, You know, we all have a lot of different needs, and we're all on a different path and journey. um, Even including our romantic journey as well, too. And so, I'm excited, and I always like thinking about different ways and trying to be creative about how I can what I can do to better support the community. And and I get I love that I get a lot of. feedback, as well as suggestions from other people on what I can do to support the community. Um, perhaps like down the road, you know, expanding our range of, of dating services, you know, concierge services. I think a lot of us have a lot of different needs and different aspects of dating that we can certainly use a little bit. Of like m- like matchmaking? <laughs> um you know from not, like right? <laughs> yeah from you know you name it the full range right and and i think that some of us have dated more and others maybe not you know very much right some some people in the community have You know, been married for a really long time, and certainly have found themselves in a position where it didn't work out, and it's time to move on to the next phase of their life. You know, and others are, you know, perhaps just you know starting their career and have different goals when it comes to dating. So I want to be able to support you know the diversity of our community and all the different dating needs that they have. Um, So and then perhaps like in the future, um, you know, I love podcasts, and and so I definitely see that you know. maybe a white coat romance podcast down, down the road. Sure. Um, and we shall see. I I'm just excited about, you know, the endless possibilities of where all this can take us. So, um, time will tell over time.
0: Yeah, yeah, over time. yeah
1: definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, I have one person, uh, Maria, I guess her comment didn't come through. Uh, she says she loves, um, you know, loves the episode so far. Um, I'm able to read it on my end. So thank you, Maria. Aww. And uh, thank you yeah, so, so thank you so much. Um, do you have any closing remarks? Um, is pretty much where we can find you. Uh, whitecoatromance.com, I believe, right? It's probably the main. Um, and if you're on, you know, Facebook to kind of uh, uh, seek out, you know, your Facebook group.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly. I just wanted to, you know, um, end and say in the end, you know, it's, it's all about love. And it's something that, um, you know, I I think COVID has really highlighted as well, right? Love of all forms, right? From like self-love to our community love to our relationships. Um, And so I love that you, um, you know, came up with this idea for this podcast interview and the theme of it. So thank you so much, Colin, for inviting me to be on um, today, and I've really enjoyed our conversation. Um, as far as where to find me, um, certainly there's the WhiteCoatRomance.com website. Um, we're on, we, as in like I, I should say, also on other social media platforms from the Facebook business page and Instagram, as well as LinkedIn. Um, if you're interested in being part of our White Coat Romance Facebook community, certainly join us as well. And um, let's community, let's, you know, help grow this community. Um And um also that if you are not a single healthcare professional, uh, and would like to be a matchmaker, uh, we would love it if you could help us spread the, the word and the love as well. And I would really greatly appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, much kudos and, you know, you know, good luck. And, you know, I'm very, very, you know, humbled to CrossPass and, you know, such a great uh, venture that you're going on. And it's, it's super important. I definitely agree. You know, it's all about the love, in um, all the various forms. Um, and we need more of it, you know, honestly, we just need more of it, especially during these uncertain times. So thank you so much for what you do, what you contribute, you know, on top of, you know, um, being a physician. So thank you so, so much for being and, you know, sharing your time and wisdom with us today.
1: Thank you to you as well, Colin. I've really enjoyed my time here and uh, it's been a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys. Um, I'll play this outro video and thank you so much for watching this episode. And we will see you on the next week's uh, episode here at five Pacific. Thank you, Dr. Christine.
1: Bye everyone.
0: Hey guys, that was another episode of Thrive Bites. If you liked that episode, Please subscribe and follow weekly for new episodes. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts.